to earlier today and then yesterday as well. And it's just like, it's so quiet. And mm-hmm. I, like his annex is usually so busy of a road. Like people go flying down it. Yeah. And it's so quiet right now. It's mm-hmm. so nice. I think it's so pretty at night. Like when mm-hmm. I went for my walk the other day, um, I went at night. And that was one thing that I, like, couldn't do growing up, you know, because I lived in the country. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you'd, like, play in the snow, but, like, it wasn't, you know, it was pretty. Yeah. But you get used to it. Um, But I was never really able to, like, go for a walk (laughs) at night because, like, I lived in the country. Yeah, I don't know. Um, So I did go for a walk the other day, and it was really pretty with, like, the streetlights and... You know, I think, like, one car went by, and that was not, you know, and just, like, the solitude, because everyone's, like, in their houses and stuff, that was really great, but... I think part of the reason that I'm enjoying it more as well is because it's been almost three years since I've been around any type of snow Mm -hmm. or real winter cold at all, Mm -hmm. so I haven't had, you know, I don't have to shovel, I don't have to, you know, drive in and out of it every day for work, and all the slush, and the salt, and the, all that stuff, so it's kind of like, oh, this is nice, and and then next week it's supposed to be 60, and it'll all go away, I know, oh my god, our one little bit in, and then climate change isn't real, though, (laughs) not real at all, not at all, yeah, uh, one thing that does suck, though, is, I mean, like, we've talked, we were talking earlier about, like, you know, we're from the Midwest, um, we're both from Illinois, specifically, mm-hmm. and so we know how to drive in it, we understand yes. how to, what to do in it, but, um, the whole time I lived in Illinois, and I was driving, I drove a Suburban, mm. and so, like, I still know how to drive in it, yeah. but, like, now, I drive a Honda Civic, and yeah, a little it, bit is, different. it is a lot of it different, yeah. and so, um, I did have to go to work the other day, and I was like, oh, I'm still, I still know how to be careful, I still know, you know, like, what to do and what not to do, but, like, there is no tread on these tires, yeah. and, like, oh, four-wheel drive, that's a luxury, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. like, when we, yeah, I remember, like, if we were driving to school, dad would let us borrow his truck, so, because we would drive, you know, little, tiny, mm-hmm. little, little sedans and stuff, and if it was really snowing, he would let us borrow his truck, and that's what we would drive in the snow, and yeah. so much easier, than driving in our little Kia. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's, Absolutely. Yeah. I know, not, that's, that's, like, the good. thing. That's the big thing, is I'm, like, I don't like driving in it. I, even when I had a Suburban, I didn't like driving. Oh, no, it's driving. not fun. It's not fun. It's just, I mean, I don't like driving in any person. There's a reason we moved away from it, Illinois. That's what like, I'm telling people, <laughs> is everyone's, like, oh, my God, it's snowing. Like, don't you love this? And I'm, like, no. I moved eight hours away from this. From this, yeah, I moved. <laughs> and so I wouldn't have to deal with this anymore. Here and uh, but it's only gonna last like a week. It's, it's only like, gonna last a week. It's on, you know, like it's all gonna be gone. Yeah, I don't miss soon. living in Chicago and it, this being the standard for everything from November through March. November through March. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't miss that being reality. Mm-hmm. Well, I love this little like week of. Everything shuts down and just is beautiful snow. Exactly. Um, that is the really good thing about living in Nashville. Um, it's it's terrible. There are obviously negatives to this. You know, I had two days off, and then I have today off this week mm-hmm. um, during, like, the big snows yeah. and stuff. 
And so, yeah, everything shuts yeah, down. Yeah, everything so just quiet. shuts down for anything. Like, uh, any little hint of snow, a rumor of snow, and Nashville's, yeah. like, done. Um, so that's, like, bad for, like, business, obviously. Yeah. And, like, you know, if you need something... Yeah. It's not, it's not great. And obviously there's greater stories of, like, everything going on in Texas and all that Yeah, stuff. like, it's like, definitely, there are bad things yes. and, like, even worse things, but it is kind of very peaceful, you yeah, know, to just, true. like, yeah, you know. Well, it, like we said, when on my way over here, like, seeing people playing out in the street and mm-hmm. sledding and yeah. taking walks and stuff because... You can't go anywhere else, so you're gonna walk for groceries. And I know. Yeah, yeah I think I told you earlier. Like, I'm gonna have to go walk to the grocery store because yeah. normally we order it um, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We try to yep. order everything, um, but I'm actually gonna have to go and walk to Kroger because we're almost out of toilet paper. Yep. Um, which is like the worst thing to run out of. <laughs> I think so. I have to brave the winter, and luckily, I still have some boots well and i would check their hours before you go too because like the public by us like started closing at five this week so that all their employees could get home that is so i would check before you drive out there and realize that they're closed i should definitely check the hours i mean if anything even if i get there and they're closed it's gonna be my like walk of the day Mm -hmm. so it's like eh, true not that big of a deal but then i need to have a plan b on the whole toilet paper yeah. situation. <laughs> so um, we have some extra rolls if it comes to that. Okay, I'm gonna have to make a trek out to you guys and get some because <laughs> that <laughs> usually we're set. Uh, like the snowstorm happened to hit um, during when usually we, you know, like it's time to order groceries and yeah, every you know essentials yep. and stuff like that. And it, that's when it happened to hit. We we're like, yep. oh, okay. So we're eating bread and butter. If it had happened a week earlier or a week after, you would yeah, have been, like, fully stocked Yeah, we would have been, like, up. totally good. But now we're, like, okay, <laughs> we have some blackberry jam. <laughs> I know. So a spoonful each, that's dinner. Yep. And then no toilet paper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fingers crossed. That's when everyone should invest in a bidet. Right? Exactly. This should be the wake-up call to America. The, yeah. The, the bidet the is an essential... thing could go away. Essential item. A bidet. You just got a bidet. Oh, my God. I'm going to start petitioning that. I think there's, like, little attachment ones that you can get. There are little attachment toilet. ones. Um, I've seen ads for those. Mm-hmm. I've thought about it. Have you ever used a bidet before? I have not. I haven't either, but I feel like I'd enjoy it. Yeah. I think that's I something like up like my alley. like a good, like... Simple as that. It's <laughs> self-care... And it could be, like, a little fun, too. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I haven't tried it. I don't know, but... I don't know. What I, I do know, I am going to buy a little... We're going backpacking later this summer, and so I'm supposed to... I need to buy one of the little, like, portable... Like, it's a, it's, it's called a portable bidet. And so it's, like, essentially, like, a little really? fancy water bottle that you, like, hook onto your backpacking bag so that you don't have to be hauling around toilet paper on a backpacking oh. trip. Oh! like, essentially a little fancy water bottle, but... That's, That's cute. Oh my gosh. I've never heard of that, but that makes total sense. Right? Because, like, trying to haul oh around toilet God. paper or whatever. On I should just like get that. one of those. Try that out. See if you like see it. See if I like it. True. Because it's going to be like 10 bucks as opposed to whatever. However, an attachment. 75 like, what, like bucks. Like 50 bucks at least. Yeah. Huh. We're learning new things every day on this <laughs> podcast. This episode is sponsored by Portable Bidets <laughs> and, you know, using them in your everyday life during a snowstorm. 
Um, speaking of this podcast, welcome to the A Few of My Favorite Things podcast. I am your host, Macy, as always. And I am sitting here today with my good friend, uh, first of the former co-workers that I ever had in my life, um, Micah Stoiku, wife of former uh, recordee. Uh, guest guest is the word I was looking for <laughs> of the podcast, recording. Nick. Um, that would make you the recorder. Just... Yeah, the recorder. <laughs> yeah. He was the recordee. That makes sense. So what does that make your phone? Um, the recording device. Ah, okay. Yeah. Let's, sure. I'm going to make that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're no You're longer an English using, major, right? We're no longer using the word guest. Okay. It's going to be recordee, interviewee. But anyways, Micah, hi. Welcome hi. To, welcome to the podcast. Um, do you want to tell the world a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah. Well, we met when we were both working at Target, slash specifically the Starbucks inside of Target. My um, first barista gig ever. Was it really your first barista gig? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely the first time that I had, had like, a barista gig outside of like my family's yeah. stuff like mm-hmm. out, outside of that was the first time that I had like a working and to be fair I wasn't even specifically hired to be in that role I had been hired to work in the like style department yeah um in, and also the electronics department and also beauty and also everything else so like in target yeah basically <laughs> so terrible. yeah but we met yeah we met there I still remember the first day that you, and this will show the difference between you recording with Nick versus you recording with me. I think um, I know what you're about to say, <laughs> um, which is what I was going to say later, so keep going. Yeah, because you asked me, like, just as a, like, get-to-know-you question, like, so what kind of music do you like? And I was like, um, Spotify? <laughs> okay, so I was going to tell that exact story, because I think about it all the time. I think it's hilarious. Because, um, as you I... You were so mad. I was so, like, <laughs> turned off from you. <laughs> I was like, well, I think, I think I've said, I know I've said this to other friends before, um, and then I might have mentioned it on the podcast, but it is very hard for me, I think, but literally besides you. I don't think I have any, like, chosen people in my life that, um, I'm close to that don't have, like, that aren't actively into music. Yeah, music specifically is a big thing for me. Um, I, I like that's one thing I tell people all the time is like I like John and I literally got together because of like yeah. the, the music we listen to. Right. I could never be like that close to another person and not have that's a music. huge part that's of your like life. Such a big yeah. part of my life. So I remember when I so so while I was gonna say I I'm excited to have you on. Because I simply have no idea what you could talk about today. Oh, um, really? I feel like it's very I, well, obvious. I have, I have, I would say a couple, I, I have one thing that I think it is. And, and I have like a couple things that you could like, yeah, that could probably okay, I want to hear what you, but nothing, you think it is. I'm not going to, I'm not going to guess. I will tell you well, if I'm after. Right yeah. 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 After. Um, but you know, like when I recorded with Nick, I was like, it's something to do with music. I think every yeah, person. Obviously. Every single person I have had on the podcast, something to do with music could have been yeah, one was, of the yeah. things. 
And so that puts a And then big, you get to know me, and, and I'm like, I listen to playlist made by Spotify we, automatically, and that's it. The, <laughs> like, if it weren't for the fact that we had so many weird things in common already, it's true. There's no way we would still yeah. be friends. So both being from Illinois, thing I think both being from Illinois, a place to start, and then moving to Nashville. Both yeah. being, you were my first and only. I I I am acquaintances with other married couples in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're the only the married friends. You you are literally the married friends. Yeah, I know we are very I, much um, the married friends. <laughs> I, in no, like, no shade, like, at all, but that is how I describe you, when I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, I'm hanging out with, you know, like, Micah and Nick, and then my other friends will be like, they're the married friends, right, and I'm like, yes, (laughs) that's okay, because for us, you guys are the cool (laughs) friends, because all of our other friends, like, from church, from our small group, are all also, like, married, and a couple of them are, like, having babies now and stuff, so it's like, you guys are our cool friends. (laughs) That's how I describe it. I love people. that. Like, they're the cool ones. I will take that any day of the week. I love being the cool friend. And I think I can live up to it, too. You're also one of my witchy friends, so that, that, I love that, that gets part too. of the definition, too. That's perfect. That's the best way to describe me. So that's <laughs> great. I love it. Um, okay, well, um, well, is there anything else you want to, like, give the oh, audience? Oh, yeah, I guess we kind of got off a thing there. Yeah, um, so uh, that's how we met, mm-hmm. but I'm also... Uh, a preschool teacher, um, and that's, um, I mean, those are, I think those are kind of the major defining aspects right now. That's yeah. my job and how we met, so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, everything else there's we'll talk no- about later. I, I can tell the audience now, there's really nothing else to know about you, so. <laughs> Ouch, okay. That's, that's basically it, um, which is why I have no idea what I mean, your favorite fair, thing could possibly be. during a pandemic, all I do well, is, yeah, like, is definitely... work and come home and... Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I feel that, for sure. Um, it's definitely conducive to a lot of hobbies. Definitely um, puts a damper on some things. Yes. Um, I'm very lucky that I have so many, like, solitary hobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like... I, I talk with you and Nick about movies mm-hmm. all the time because yeah. I, you know, and that's like a, a hobby that brings me joy. That that's I the can... other one, the music and then movies. <laughs> I know. I remember being like, "Oh, this bitch." Okay, no music. Um, mo- movies. I'm like, I haven't seen like, any movies. <laughs> I don't know any movies. Like, I don't oh, watch movies. We watched Lord of the Rings. And I was like, and, okay. uh, well, to be fair, the other day you introduced me to my first horror movie, so. I did do that. That is, um... I just want to let you know that since we watched that, the glass sliding door in our apartment, every every single night when I go home, I have to pull the blinds up right and close them. I can't sleep with it open We gotta just, okay, we're gonna desensitize you. (laughs) That's what we're gonna do. No! Is, um, we're gonna slowly, uh, to everyone listening, so Micah watched her first horror movie Mm -hmm. with me the other day, Mm -hmm. and it was Scream. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some people listening that are like, bitch, you watch Scream and you can <laughs> I know, I know, um, I know. But we're gonna slow, no, this is what we're gonna, we're gonna slowly, and we're, we should, we should watch some horror comedies. We should watch some oh, horror comedies. Some, like, yeah. Um, because that, that I remember, cause I was in this, I used to be the same way. Um, where I, um, I mean, I didn't get really, really into horror until, the past year, yeah. um, because I, for a long time, told myself that there were things that I didn't like, and then some of my other friends were like, let's just watch it, and I was like, well, I don't want to be a damper on this party, <laughs> so okay, we'll watch it, 
And then I think we watched, like, the first Saw or something like that. That I was, like, vehemently, like, there's no way I will like this. I don't, you know, I don't do that. Like, that's not the, the type of horror that I want to watch. And we watched it. And I was like, oh, wait. Not only can I handle watching this stuff, I really like watching this <laughs> stuff. Um, but before that, um, horror comedies were a big thing. Okay, like so like a big turning. Like a horror comedy. Like what do you um, mean? So the only one that's like in my head right now um, that I don't, I I don't think I would necessarily um, have you watch right away um, is Cabin in the Woods. Okay. Because right. that's the most recent horror comedy that John and I watched. It is an incredible movie. I, I yeah, I've seen like it. the ads for it and stuff. So like, I just need like a play, like what, do, yeah. what does horror comedy mean? But I've yeah. seen the ads for that. So okay. um, yeah, um, I guess idea of what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones now. I I think we should really watch Happy Death Day sometime. Um, because that's that another. Too, it's it's yeah. more comedy than horror. You don't. I mean, one of the. See what one I'll just the... do is I'll go through, and I have <laughs> done this before. If there's like a really popular horror movie. I'll go through and I'll watch the cinema sins on YouTube. Okay, well, okay. To, I thought you were gonna like say... get an idea of when all yeah. the things happen, or I'll watch like other reviews online, uh-huh. and that way I know what's about to go down. No, dude. So that kills called... all the suspense. But no, you know what? I love that because I used to. I didn't watch uh, that, but I used to, um, especially when I was growing up, and I was so intrigued by horror. Like I wanted to like it. Um, but I wasn't allowed to, like, mm, um, right. I, I didn't really, I wasn't until I, I had a couple of friends in high school that liked horror movies and we would yeah. watch every once in a while, but it was very like, my parents were like, it doesn't come in this house. You can watch it with your friends, but like, what a, yeah. you know, whatever. And then I got in college and then I started watching more. Um, but before that I would get on and, um, I would watch the trailers to horror movies all the time. Um, that was like a big thing, and I, I'd be, it basically, you're basically watching the movie. It's like a three yeah, minute a bit, of yeah. the movie. Um, so I would do that. I would go to, like, when we'd go to Walmart or Target, uh, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna just go look at the movies, and I'd go to the horror section, and I would just, like, look at the covers and, like, read the synopsis. <laughs> and try to figure out what was and happening. And I'd be like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, I basically, I just read, it's like a book, but, <laughs> but the movie. Or then, um... Later on, when um, I really, I started to get into horror, but I still was like, you know, like, there's certain gore that I can't handle, or, you know, I don't want to see it, or whatever. Um, that's when I discovered, like, the kill counts mm. on YouTube. Right. Um, which is another great, th- I know Nick watches yeah, the kill yeah, counts sometimes. Yeah, you guys talk about that um, Which is, yeah, it's, like, 20-minute video, and... Um, I mean, it's on YouTube, so, like, they can't... There's some movies... Like, I know for the right. Saw kill counts, um, it's, like, blurred out. So right. they, like, tell you what's happening, but, like, you there's can't even see like it because it'll get, allow. like, yeah. demonetized. And so, like, I always suggest to people, like, oh, watch the watch the kill counts because then you can, like... Okay, because that's what I used to do. Like, I haven't seen any of the Purge movies yet, um, but I remember I watched the Purge kill count because I was, like, I just want to know, like... When everything happens, and then I can watch the movie. And then you can see it. And I can, like, look away if I want to. Um, But, yeah. Anyway. So, so we're going to, I'm going to get you on that. We're going to do it. (laughs) We went off on a tangent of horror movies. This is is what happens when you bring up 
stuff like that to me, um, <laughs> then I'm just like, this is my podcast, and I'm going to talk about what I want. <laughs> We're really going to go after That's it. Fair. But, um, That's fair. It's your podcast. Let's get into you, though. Micah, what is one of your favorite things? Uh, one of my favorite things is books and reading. That's what... I thought you were going to say. That's what you thought it was? Okay. Um, I thought it would be something to do with books. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it would be, like, broad, yeah, like, reading books, whatever, or if it was going to be a specific author, specific book yeah. series, something like that. That is the thing that, um, when we were first getting to know each other, working together, um, the thing that did the thing actually that made bring up us for together, the lack of music and movies I was, like, was the presence of books i was like oh my god bitch what do you do then? if you don't you don't listen to move gotta music, get one out of the three you don't watch movies what what do you do um and um, at the time worked my ass off and then yes. went home and collapsed yeah but you liked reading and i was like okay i think we can be friends <laughs> i was like oh my god well then you met nick and so it's like my other and i was know, like whoa nick is he makes so up much for the cooler music. Oh, he is so much cooler than I am. I was like, okay, I'm going to stay in friends with Micah so I can hang out with Nick more often. <laughs> okay, cool. This is great. Um, okay, books, books, books. Um, so, okay, let's, what is it about books that you love so much? I also, I mean, that's what we bonded over. We are literally surrounded, surrounded by, by books right now. I got one, two, three, four bookcases some stacks on the book, stacks of books so, on, stacks the floor. on the floor. And that's yep. just, this is just the living room. I yep. have two more bookcases. I think you said you have room. more boxes, like, still at home or something, I do have too. more at home that yeah. slowly, um, my mom either sends or when I'm home, I, like, right. bring some back. John's being loud in the bathroom. Um, John! We need, you need a big on-air flashing, like, uh, I'm recording. <laughs> I'm in the studio, <laughs> babe. Um, yeah. Okay. So, um, reading and books. Um, well, first of all, what what are you reading right now? That's like what I wanted. To, I want like to know. I just so just finished a book yesterday, so I'm okay. not currently. Well, that's not true. So just finished reading or rereading, The Priory of the Orange Tree, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if you've ever heard of. That book. I have I haven't read it, but I know how it's important. So I know how good, good. it is. Yeah. It's so good. Well, well, the, what I love about it is that it's a standalone fantasy. Yeah. So it's not the start of another big series and everything, yeah. but it still does the same level of like really amazing world building mm-hmm. and character. I mean, it's like. I don't know, it's like it's a thousand thick. pages. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure this is the one that's like it's thick. Huge. Yeah, it's like like it Stephen King big. Like yeah. it's massive. Um, but it's it's so so good. And the thing I love about it is one of the themes in it is um, that there's these kind of four different interpretations of religion that mm-hmm. all feature like the same characters. Mm-hmm. So in one of those places. And it's all kind of surrounding, like, dragons and stuff like like that, too. In one of those places, dragons are called worms, and they're evil and fire-breathing and all this stuff. And then the other place, across the other side of the world, they're worshipped, and they have not fire. They're not associated with fire, but with water and all this stuff. And so now people from those two different cultures have to work together, and there's a bunch of other stuff in there, too. 
but it's that's one of the things I love about it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Highly, highly recommend. It's definitely on my reading list. Yeah. Right now, I am... But it's also huge. So, like, it's, like... Oh, yeah. It's a lot. Absolutely. I, I will be picking it up and reading it eventually. I am in a place where I am not letting myself buy any books. Except <laughs> for... Um, well, you're in luck, because I own it. So you you do, it. so I can borrow it from you. Um, but I also... I, I actually do have to buy books every once in a while, because I'm in two book clubs right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have to, like, you know, make yeah. sure I have So that's the like, other thing I'm books. reading right now, is I am in the middle of, like, smack dab in the middle of Emma. Mm-hmm. That I'm reading for a book club with a are couple of friends it? from college. Oh, it's hilarious. I love it. It is so funny. We are just dying. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's like Mr. Woodhouse, the father, is just the most ridiculous character. Uh-huh. I love him so much. He's constantly like worried, like, are you guys gonna be okay? And uh-huh. then he shouldn't travel like that and everyone should eat and just little moderation is so yeah. funny. It's so, so good. That's Jane Austen is one of my favorite authors of all time. I'm she's uh, great. obsessed with she's her. So awesome. And she's one of those I mean, I love a lot of classic literature. Um I think m- most classic literature is regarded as highly regarded for a reason. I think it is very good. Well, the re- there's a reason but, it's still on the list. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um there's some that I'm like you, you don't need to be reading. Well, there's that. some it that matter, it's very but, clear that like, oh, very well-educated old white man wrote this, and that's why yeah. it's on the list. Yes. Um, like the English but, canon is pretty, yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, no matter how, you know, like, Jane Austen is one of those authors that, like, there's a lot of other classic authors that I wouldn't necessarily, like, recommend to people. I wouldn't be like, oh, you're looking for a book? Have you tried, like, reading this classic <laughs> author. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I think they're wonderful. That's something we pass out I think casually. They're, I think they're fantastic. But I don't know if you... Jane Austen is one of those authors, though, that I'm just, like, timeless. Yeah. Jane, like, I think Jane Austen invented romance, invented comedy, invent like, yeah, her writing... Her satire. ...is and... so good. It's so good, Um, ac- like, across the board. I think... I think everyone should read Jane Austen. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so you're reading Emma. Um, are yeah. you in the middle of reading anything else? That's the one book I'm in the middle of reading currently. I have to decide what I'm going to pick up next in, uh, to replace like Priory of the Orange Tree. Um, so I think I'm going towards um, The Water Dancer, mm-hmm. um, which I cannot remember the author's name of that one. Um, but it is... Um, Native American author, and it's, uh, like, magical realism. I think I've heard of it. Yeah, it was on a bunch of lists and everything. Mm -hmm. So I got that as a Christmas present this past year, so I think I'm going to jump into that one next. Um, That's that's kind of the top of my list right now. Nice. So are you one of those people that, like, you try to read, like, one book at a time, or are you in the middle of, like, a couple at a time? I usually have at least two going at a time. (laughs) Usually they're two very different things like Emma and Priory Mm -hmm. two very different reads um I I don't ever really want to read like two fantasy novels at the same time because things get confusing and start to blend together and that kind of thing so I tend to pendulum swing so I'll read like something that's like high dense fantasy and then I'll read something that's like uh contemporary romance or or historical fiction or just something that's very very different Mm -hmm. fantasy is definitely my home my home genre yeah for for sure sure. yeah 
Yeah, um, I, so, yeah, like, I'm, I'm one of those people that, I mean, I think right now I'm in the middle of, uh, well, I guess right now I'm only in the middle of two books, um, but this morning I was in the middle of three books. If you would have asked me two weeks ago, I would have been in the middle of four books, Mm -hmm. um, just because of two book clubs. Yeah. Well, then there's also the aspect of, like, I have a couple of series that I'm reading that the next book is not out yet, so technically you could say I'm in the middle of all those series right now, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's, I think it's just a, like, because there are people that like reading, and then there are people that, like, read. Mm-hmm. You know what Readers. I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, um, all of my friends from college, English, creative writing, theater yeah. majors, you, um, couple friends from home, and I'm not saying that this is, like, worse or better than anything else, but, like, I would, we read. Like, right. we are readers. Yeah. In the sense that we are, like, if I talk to any of those people, I'm like, what are you reading right now? They're like, well, I'm reading, and they list off on their hands. Yeah. And I, um, and, the, and then you have other people that are like, yeah, I really like reading. But they're reading, like, one, and then maybe, like, three weeks later, they'll start another, yeah. you know, like, which is totally cool. Um, yeah, different people read different ways. Yeah, I think, because um, I get asked a lot, like, how does your brain do that? Like, how can you, how do you not mix up the stories? And I know you said that you, um usually are in, you know, like... Keep them two separate genres. Different. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, I don't necessarily do that. Um, the ones that I was in the middle of recently, they are very different from each other. Mm. Um, but I don't necessarily, like, do that on purpose at all. Um, and I think it's just, like, our brains... Because you, you, you studied in college... I studied communications. I was an English major for, like, a semester. Oh, okay. Um... Well, because I was going to say, like, you know, if you're studying English or creative writing um, in college, um, or if you're just taking, like, two different English classes in high school, Mm -hmm. like, you have to be already, your brain has to be in the middle of, you know, however many stories. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or especially if you're, like, I was English creative writing in theater, so I was so also memorizing scripts. So at the I same like time I'm I'm reading hat. scripts. Yeah. I'm reading books. I'm reading short stories. Plus I'm workshopping other people's short stories, mm-hmm. and that's just dependent on how many classes I'm taking yeah. at that time. Plus if I want to read something on my own, you yeah. know, like so your brain is just like now if I'm reading one book, I'm like, okay, like I guess I have to sit down and just read all of this right now because like otherwise I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Like I have to be in the middle, which I think is also. <laughs> one of the reasons I like so many different types of media is because I always I, have something going in a I, different type of media. I always have yeah. a movie going and a book going and a podcast going. And yeah, a, like I'm always like, I just don't like, I, I always like moving. I like keeping my brain like active in that sense mm-hmm. of like a bunch of different stuff just like going yeah. on, con- you know, like. Yeah, and I think that's why I do the different genres is because mm-hmm. I like to have Things that make my brain work in different ways. So yeah. a nonfiction is going to make my brain work in a very different way yeah. than a very light, fluffy contemporary romance is going to. And yeah. Different things like that are going to... For sure. And different years, too. Like, year by year, I was looking back, thinking about this podcast and yeah. knowing I wanted to talk about this. I was looking back and looking at some of my past reading years and, um, like, 2020... <laughs> was a heavy year for very light, fluffy romances. I read a lot of them that last year. 2020, um, I read five books. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, because when the pandemic first hit, I remember 
I didn't read anything. I quit listening to podcasts. Yeah. I quit, like, I was only watching movies. Mm. That's all my brain can handle, yeah. could handle, um, was just, like, <clears throat> I want to put a movie on, and that is it. I don't yeah. want to make my brain work That's definitely why all. I went for the romances and stuff, yeah. is, like, because they are just... I know that the ending is going to be happy and so yeah. I don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And like, I could not make myself pay attention to anything that was longer mm-hmm. or more dense or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I tried a couple times with some fantasy books that, you know, I have like read this year and enjoyed and just couldn't. Yeah. It, my, my brain was like, we can't do this right now. Mm-hmm. We're processing too many other things. Yeah. Give well, us something easy to the, chew on. The good thing about uh, taking that kind of like needed break in 2020 and only reading like five books at the beginning of the year and then not touching another thing is because then now 2021 I've already read 20 books right yeah you're like and so I'm just like all right like (laughs) what's next what am you know and so I mean and then maybe like a year from now I'm gonna be like I'm never reading a book again (laughs) okay so I want to ask you this question because I'm curious because so when for you, is there a specific time of year where you read more or less? No. No, it's just the same year I think around. we've talked about this because okay. you have this, if I'm correct, uh, that we have talked about this. Um, you, you either read more in the summer or in the not summer, and it has to do with uh, school. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have talked about that. Yeah. Because yeah, I tend to read more, like, the vast, I have read, like, three books mm-hmm. so far in 2020, or 2021, sorry, um, because I just don't read as much, like, I read a lot more in the fall and yeah. in the late summer than I do yeah. in, like, spring well, or I'm also very, kind of thing. I'm very privileged right now to, um, you know, I am not privileged in the sense that I do have to be at work in the service industry. Yeah, that's true. But I am very privileged in the sense that, um, it is a very slow, very yeah. slow season my where high, I have to work. And so I'm, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just read Yeah, all my day. highlight reading time is nap time during the day. Because the oh, kids... I don't take naps. <laughs> well, I don't either. Mm-hmm. But the kids nap from, and I want to be clear on the podcast that I do not have children. I work at a preschool. <laughs> when I say the kids, they are not mine. Yeah. Um, they nap from 12 to 2. So one of those hours is our lunch hour, and then the other hour we, like, trade off with our other teachers Mm -hmm. on who needs to be in the room observing and monitoring the kids. And so that hour that I'm in the classroom when all the kids are asleep is my my reading time. That's, like, my most reliable. Mm -hmm. Because when I get home, it's, like, it's time for dinner and Mm -hmm. hang out with Nick and watch a movie or something like that. So the majority of my reading gets done either on a weekend or during that hour. Mm -hmm. And nap time, which can be challenging because the room is very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll have me and, like, one of the other teachers, and we're, like, scooted in a weird position, like, against the wall, holding our books up to, like, the light that's coming from yeah. the window because I we can't that. turn on any lights or anything. Well, I'm also very lucky that John is in classes, and so he is also reading all yeah, that. So, like, true. this morning I woke up, and, you know, like, he still had a bunch of stuff to read, so I was like, well, I guess I'll read. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like okay, and yeah, so Nick just is sat not, in bed and Nick is read. not a reader at all. Yeah, see. So uh, you said that um, fantasy is kind of your like 
home mm-hmm. base. That's yeah. like where you thrive and stuff yeah, like that. Um, but besides, so well, with that in mind, is what is like what is your favorite book? What is your like favorite book of all time? Oh gosh, that's a good question. Um, or let's do like a quick top five. A quick okay, I can do a top five. That's a lot easier. Um, oh gosh, okay, so. Mm. Okay, in no particular order, because I can't okay. pick yeah. one through five. I don't think I could. Um, the Hobbit. Of course. Um, is definitely uh, one of the ones, because that's like, my dad read that with me when I was like 11. I think that was the first is, fantasy book I ever read. Yeah, that so, was like the first yeah. like big fantasy book, because like, I had obviously been reading forever, mm-hmm. but like that's that was the yeah, big yeah. Like, I guess, introduction yeah. into like, like you could okay, argue... I guess you, yeah, you yeah. could argue yeah. I did read a lot of other fantasy growing up. Now that I think about <laughs> I read, like, it, I'm like, Magic Tree House. I was just going to say, yes. I was like, was the Magic Tree House Oh my gosh, yes. Or... One of the kids, not in my class, but one of the older kids that's like, uh, he's like turning five now, has started reading those books. I'm like, oh, oh my, my god, I can't wait for, I know, right? like, that is like one thing about, you know, like, I, I, John and I aren't having kids anytime soon. We want kids eventually, but, like, not anytime soon. But one thing I do think about often is I'm, like... Introducing them to I, your favorite books. And books, movies, movies all music, your favorite things. Like, yeah. I, I... Which is also comes with one of my biggest fears. It's like, they're not of liking like, it. You know, like, what if I show my kids, you know, Harry Potter? What if I show my kids yeah. Harry Potter and they're, like... Eh, not for me. <laughs> not here for it. I'll be like, we have nothing in common. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Disowned. Like, hang out with your father. <laughs> I'm going to watch Prisoner of Azkaban again. Get out of here. That you is know? objectively the best of those movies. It is my favorite of those. It, it is absolutely my favorite. Absolutely. Um, okay, so The so, Hobbit. So, yeah, The Hobbit, definitely up there. You could probably throw Harry Potter in there, too. Although, mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, the relationship has grown more complicated. Yes. But That's another conversation yeah, we could have. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and a couple of great podcasts on that topic, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, one that I read more recently um, is The Starless Sea by Erin Morgenstern. It's on my list. She is one of my favorite authors. She only has two books out, mm-hmm. The Night Circus and The Starless Sea. Both definitely favorites, but I think The Starless Sea just barely edges out The Night Circus out of there. So there's my two for one. Okay. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, for as far as nonfiction goes, um, searching for Sunday, um, which is by a woman called Rachel Held Evans, who oh, sadly yeah. passed mm-hmm. away a couple of years ago. Yeah, fantastic author writer. Mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with theologian. her. I just She's, haven't read oh, that yet. She was so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so her her book, Searching for Sunday, is my favorite one of hers for sure. And then for number five, there's so many good options. I don't even. You yeah. know what? I'll pull. I'll pull out a, a classic to kind okay. of round out the genres. My favorite classic is the Three Musketeers. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, so there's your five. All right. Cool. That is a. Um. That's an. I think an underdog classic. I, I don't it think... is such an underdog classic. I, I love the Three Musketeers. I've never though. read it. Oh, it's I, so good. Um. It's one of those. Um. There are some classics, and it's the same thing with like movies. TV, there's some that I am sure are the best ever. N- now that you, if, if I have a friend that is like, yeah, no, this is really good, then I'll be like, okay, oh, yeah, all right. So you saying like 
Three Musketeers. Yeah. And then it's I'm worth like, it. okay, okay, give me some time. I'll, it's on my list. Yeah. Because you I'll, can really get, I love it. Because you can really yeah. get swept into the romance of Musketeers yeah. and one for one and one for all. And it's sort of French and it's. It's yeah. really, yeah, you can okay. really get swept away into the story of it. It's really okay. fun. Okay, well, that's good to it's know, because if you wouldn't have said that, I probably would never read that book. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's just, like, it's one of those books that I'm like, I'm sure it's good. There's yeah, so many. exactly. There's, there's so, so many. many. There's so, <laughs> so that's, many. That's my thing, um, you know, when, um, and I might do this every once in a while accidentally, um, but I really try not to, um, because it annoys me when people do it to me. But the whole phrase, you know, like, what do you mean you've never seen, you haven't oh, read, I know. you haven't like, yeah, yeah. how have you never, it is so annoying to me, because if you know me at all, you know that 99% of my life is spent listening, reading, watching, you know, consuming, consuming some form of media or creation. And so it's like, it's not like I'm just sitting here refusing there is so much out there to read. You know, we're talking yeah. about books. So, there is so much out there to read. Yeah. One of my one of my things that gives me the most like one of one of the physical things that gives me anxiety um that is it's ridiculous. I understand how ridiculous this is. Oh boy. I but every once in a while I will just kind of think about how no matter how hard I try, I will never read every book, watch every movie, mm. listen to every album, you know, like, whatever. Yeah, you, you could know? never consume all of You that. never could. Never, ever, ever could you. Ever <laughs> could you. See, that um, makes me feel and free. That, like, if I, it if does I that know to most that people. I'm never going to reach that, then, yeah. like, there's no pressure. Everyone I tell that to, they're like, that's crazy, because it makes me, like, thinking about that helps me. <laughs> And I'm like, no, (laughs) I, it makes me so anxious. anxious. It makes me so sad. It's like, I'll never, like, there's probably a, it definitely makes me more picky. Um, like I, I know that some people, see, it makes me less picky. (laughs) I will, I know um, some people like don't want to like DNF books and things like that. Yeah. We've talked about that. I I, I will DNF a book like that because there's so uh, much out there that uh, if it's not working for me, why would I spend the time? Like, and again, there's some books where it's like, you know, you have to push through a little bit like classics where Uh you got to get used to the writing and things like that. Yeah. But if a book is just like, I don't think this Uh, is good. I'm done. Like, you know what? I read so many other things to read. I read the entirety of the worst book I have ever read in my entire life. Two weeks ago. What is the worst book you read in your entire Fifty life? Shades of Grey. Oh, you read that? Yeah, for one of my book clubs, <gasps> we read it. Um, because oh we just my goodness. it's my book club where we're like rereading our favorite YA books from like growing up, mm-hmm. and so we read Twilight. Right. Watched Twilight, and then we were jo- we were watching Twilight. And we were joking around, and we were like, "Oh my god, like this isn't YA, but like now you have to read." Have you guys ever re- did? Have you got? Did you guys oh. ever do that? We're, none of us, because we all have great taste. So <laughs> yeah. we're like, no, like we we never read it. We never had a desire to, and they, we were like, well, it's Twilight fan fiction. We should read it yeah. and then watch the movie. Oh. And um, I'm I'm saying You're not this, reading the whole series, right? No, 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 no. Okay, I will never read the rest of the series. So I bad. will never. It was literally as the, bad as all the hype it gets. It uh, and it's so sad. Um, the couple times, cause I, I read it, I would be reading it at work and a couple times, like someone would come over and like comment on it. Um, 
And oh, I think I'd put a fake dust jacket over it or something. I have no shame. <laughs> I have no shame at all. Um, and they were they were like so excited for me to be. They were like, I wish I could read it for the first time. Like again, like, uh, let me know how you think of it. Like blah blah blah. Wow. And I was probably twenty pages in when that first started happening, and already I was just like, this is the worst thing I've ever read in my entire mm-hmm. life. And also extremely problematic. Not oh even gosh, just yeah. like not even just a little bit. No, like... it is it is not even just like bad writing. It's so problematic. Yeah. And um they they were just like, oh my they but they were so happy yeah. and loved it so much that I couldn't be like, This is terrible. But I'm just like, is this the only book you've ever read? Have you never read a good book that you think that this mm-hmm. is so good? I'm just or is like, this the type of relationship that you think is I like know. That's another something? thing. Is like, I if was you just love like, this book and this relationship, what yeah. does that tell me about um, the well, there was of, a, like, that is concerning. There was another woman uh, that came over, um, and she happened to be reading it for the first time also. Oh. And I was like, that's crazy. It's 2021. Wow. <laughs> like, you're reading... Okay. Um, but she was like, yeah, so, like, what do you think so far? And she was, you know, mm-hmm. like, what do you, you know... Um, cause she was like, I just started it and I was almost done. And I straight, I was just like, I, you know, like it is so clear that like, I could say so much about this book. Um, but one of the, I was like, it's clearly an abusive relationship emotionally, Mm -hmm. physically, you know, like whatever. Um, I was like, I have, you know, like no shame, you know, no shame at all. Like there's like nothing about this that is realistic bdsm Mm -hmm. it's disgusting like the things that are said not even the things that are like done because there's nothing yeah just it is so that's another thing that's just like funny about it and this doesn't need to turn into a 50 shades of gray podcast episode (laughs) but i will end it on you know like um i remember when it first came out like it was just known as the most erotic thing Mm -hmm. that you could ever read and it was the dirty book. Was, I was like, yeah. I read more erotic things when I was 13 reading fan, actually, like, online fan, fan fiction, fiction, which I know Fifty Shades of Grey is Twilight fan fiction. Right, yeah. It was online, you know, before. I met, I, I read way more erotic stuff. It was Definitely things that were more romantic. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah. But, like, not that aside, because the whole thing was, like, the type of sex you're going to read in this mm-hmm. is just insane. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just reading it and I'm like, this isn't insane at all. This, <laughs> I was like, the people. Go down the depths of the fan of, uh. Literally, I was reading this and I was like. AO3 and. <laughs> clearly, the person who wrote this, like, has. Doesn't it make you curious about what it looked like before it got edited? That's another thing. No, that's another thing that is, um, I am fully convinced that, like, it accidentally got published. I am 100% convinced. Conspiracy theory, is it? 100, because there's stuff in it that's like, I don't think this had an editor. There's, like, there's some things in it that I was like, they must have thrown this to an intern, and they were like, pfft this isn't going to go anywhere, edit this. (laughs) And then it accidentally got published. Because there's things that in this that, like, my workshop in creative writing at college would have torn it to shreds. You know, just, like, like writing-wise. Not even, like, subject, just, like, writing-wise. Also stuff in it that it's, like, you clearly did no research Mm -hmm. because, like... But money, money talks. It's, it was an... Especially in the publishing industry. It's it's one of those things that, like, um, I read it and I was, like... 
Maybe I will get published one day. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you hope. Huh. Maybe I'll do good. All right. Because I, I was like, I, I am definitely a better writer than this. So I can, <laughs> she can, um, that. Anyway. Time, yeah, that really, I, as I have told, um, we haven't had our book club yet for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have told the other two young women that are in the book club with me. Um, I told them both. I was like, you guys have to finish it because I have so much to say. <laughs> I have so much to and tell you. Cl- I didn't even get into the details and you can tell how much I have to say <laughs> on it. But, um, okay. Um, so you definitely read, um, you know, like you have a, a very wide array of genres mm-hmm. that you like to read. Um, fantasy is definitely like your number one um is there anything that you're like not for me I mean I'm guessing horror yeah Um, it's yeah horror thriller um like paranormal romance mm -hmm. like that stuff that got really popular after the rise of Twilight and everything not really into that um I used to say that romance is not for me but I've since come around on Mm -hmm. that um there is a... a lot of good really good romance and yeah it you know because like you like kind of like in the way that we're raised to look down on pink uh we're raised to look down on romance yeah and it's a massive massive multi-million dollar industry like clearly it's working for someone yeah. and like oh it's just you know bored housewives reading it or whatever and it's like that's not that's not true true. like um if you want a really prime example like look at something like outlander or whatever that is you know now a huge tv series and all this stuff so yeah um but i yeah so those are really the only ones that i don't tend to reach for i don't tend to reach for short stories very much either Mm -hmm. um but I think just because I never have really delved into them, I think if I could, you know, get some, like, good recommendations for short stories, maybe I'd be into it. Mm-hmm. But it's not really – I definitely read to escape, um, hence fantasy being the I main go-to. I was going to say, if, like, fantasy is your number one – Yeah, then short stories aren't exactly, exactly. you know, really – conducive to that yeah so like fantasy story like fantasy novels are um usually as long as they are or you know like epic in the sense yeah or of, in like, length of series. series yeah for a reason and it's because, because you want to dive into that world and dive com- into those yeah. characters and... um and you just like i mean i i read um or have read a lot of short stories in my time i have a few collections um and stuff like that that I do really love, but like yeah, yeah I completely agree. If yeah. you're if you're looking for something like that, like short stories, right. I I don't think I've ever read a like fantasy short story that like I liked really mm-hmm. because people yeah. try to do it and I think they're yeah. good, but like you just can't do the same thing mm-hmm. to something that's like five pages long. Yeah, maybe five pages. Yeah. Five pages is pretty long for like a short story. You there know? is one that I will recommend. It's not a short story, but it's like a novella. Um, like really, really short. I think it's like sixty-five pages or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called Fields Gate, um, or Fable Gate, Fields Gate. I think it is. Um, and it is a a very very short fantasy is really really good and I won't mm-hmm. say anything more about it than that because it's weird and you kind of just need okay. to go along for the ride okay um but yeah that one is like the one that I read okay <laughs> and that's it cool well if 
If you liked it, then I'm have to try to like try to find yeah, it. Yeah, you can find it. it on you know online for an ebook form and things okay. like that, like super cheap because it's you know sixty pages. Yeah, so for sure. Okay, cool. Well, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Um. So we're almost to an hour. Um. And I'll, I'll let you like you know wrap up some stuff towards the end. But I did want to squeeze in um because I went off on a tangent on what I think is the worst book ever. Do you have? your, like, least favorite book ever, or, like, a book you'll never read, maybe, like, you could throw around, like, a couple titles, um, if there's anything that you, like, DNF'd recently. Um, any, like, controversial takes? Like, is there a book that's super popular that you were, like, no? Well, so, (laughs) funny enough, so, after just finishing Priory, which I read for the first time back when it first got published, um, the most recent DNF I had was actually um samantha shannon's first series the bone season mm-hmm. and i dnf'd the first book in that series that's okay. the most recent one that i have because it was just it like it followed a it was very tropey mm-hmm. it followed a lot of like very the main character is special we don't know why mm-hmm. But that then there's a me big, so big hot guy who's in charge who finds her irresistible, uh-uh. even though she's very plain and all this. Like, oh my very, God. like, very divergent, very, that like, is my, I think, all of that. Um, the match series, like, just, yes, all of that stuff. It was, it was very, very tropey. Um, but I wanted to try it because I was like, it's the yeah. same author, but yeah, that's the most recent DNF that I had. The, the book that I always say that I hate, though, it's like, if you ask me, like, what book do you hate in the world? Catcher in the Rye. Really? I am not. Su- I mean, oh, I'm not I surprised. It so it's a It's one of those, like, I actually haven't read it yet. I have it. It's over here somewhere. Um, uh, I think I was supposed to read it for um, my, like, senior like year English, English class. class. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, we read it, like, I, junior year, sophomore year, and I hated it yeah it's like, one there of those books that we read in english class that i was like not a fan of but i hate that book yeah so I, much um, i think it is so overrated oh yeah I, and it's one of those books that like yeah people either love it or yeah. they hate it and so yeah. i am excited to read it eventually because i'm like i wonder where i'm gonna be on where it. you're I'm, gonna fall on the spectrum also i am 99 sure um that that is the book that um what's his name read and it inspired him, um, the guy that shot John Lennon, that murdered oh, John Lennon. I wouldn't be I'm surprised. Pretty, I'm pretty Maybe sure. Maybe want to kill someone, that's for sure. I'm pretty that sure that, uh, which is another reason why I'm like, I kind of need to read it. Because like, John Lennon. Because it's like, well, it's any the, connection to John it's Lennon. It's like the true crime connection to, you know, it's kind of like, it's just very interesting to right. me. That it's like, this is the book that, I don't think it necessarily like inspired or influenced him to. Right do it but it was like a very important and I think it was just like he like was very open about it and I think parts of it inspired him to like not like John Lennon and mm-hmm. then he was fucked up and so then he shot him you know whatever um but yeah okay that's like a very interesting um I'm not surprised though like I I do think I hear that often like people either yeah, it's a it's a love or hate one for sure a big a you know no one really reads Catcher in the Rye and they're like yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty fine. good. <laughs> it was fine. It's three stars. You know, yeah, like, I'm never going to read it again, but it was good. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, one no, one, no one has that opinion. opinion on Catherine Rye. So um, maybe I'll have to read that soon. Right now I'm reading, um, I think I've told you this, um, I have a what the bookcase in my bedroom um, is like all the YA books that I own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I am right now just like going down yeah. the line. And I'm just... Um, I haven't read any good like YA in a while. I'm going to let you borrow... One of my YA books that um, is actually putting kind of a problem on this situation. Oh. Because I read it. I loved it, so I got the sequel. Loved it, so I got the third one. Oh, no. What is it? Um, it's the uh, Shadows of London series by Maureen Johnson. Oh, yes. I'm familiar with this. I love it. It yeah. is so fun. It Maureen is, Johnson like, is pretty great. I She's yeah. Great. The only I when I was in high school, I read the like thirteen blue envelopes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't even think I read the sequel, but I read the first one and I liked it. I yeah. was like, yeah, like this is fun. Um, but I think I read it as I was like, kind of getting out of that type. It was like kind of at getting the out of end. YA in yeah. General. Well, not even like YA in general, but it was like I think that was the end of my like, you know, like. John Green era mm-hmm. type YA yeah. romance. Like, I think I read... Well, Maureen Ele- Johnson's right in there. Yeah, like, and um, yeah. so I, I, like, read that. And then... Um, but I had the first book to the series. Like, I've told you, like, I have a lot of YA books from high school that mm-hmm. I never read because I have a addiction to buying books and not reading them. <laughs> and, you know. Um, and so I had that. I, I was like, okay, I have to read it. Um, if it were in a store, I probably wouldn't buy it again, because, um, the cover is very, like, it's very YA. Uh-huh. It's a very yeah. YA cover. It's very, of its, of its time, that, like, yeah. 2010s YA contemporary. Yes. Um, but it's, it's yeah. like a, it's like a YA, um, I know you just said, um, you don't like reading, like, paranormal or thriller, but it's like a YA paranormal thriller. There's, like, some, like, light true crime elements, but, like, it's very, it's just, like, interesting, but also fun, Mm -hmm. um, and it's one of those things where it's, like, this isn't, like, a crazy, like, um, intense story, but I want to know, I want to get the next book. Yeah. I want to, you know, whatever, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you borrow it, and you let me know. Yeah, I haven't read any, like, actual YA, like, I guess maybe you could throw Priory in there as YA, but it's much more high fantasy genre. I would definitely say and it's so more high fantasy. Because, like, I used to be, like, deep in the booktube, bookstagram oh, yeah. world, mm-hmm. and all of the YA, yeah. and, like, I used to follow, like, Katie Tastic and Jesse the Reader, and... Polymanis book. No, no. Not anymore. Not anymore. It's yep. just like not any I haven't followed any of those people yeah, in I have a couple, so long. I have a couple booktubers that I still still watch. Mm-hmm. Um but they like you know, like clearly their taste grows as they grow. Yeah. I trust their opinions. Yeah. You know, like one of the one of the young women I watch, she's like in the middle of getting her PhD in Greek oh, yeah. mythology. Nice. You know, so it's like yeah, I only have two that I very yeah anymore, I have two. and neither of them are like one. Of, so one of them is Murphy Napier, mm-hmm. and I really like her stuff, and she reads a, a lot of different genres, mm-hmm. and I don't know her her approach is a lot more like professional. I want to yeah. say like it's more like yeah a a grown-up, like, criticism of the books and, like, yeah. more in-depth thoughts of it and yeah. stuff, and 
she reads more of like a variety of genres. And then the other one I follow is Ariel Bissett. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the last time that she updated a book video. All it's all been like other topics recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the only two like booktubers yeah. that I follow mm-hmm. anymore because I just got so burnt out on like the same. YA fantasy books that were all coming like I remember being in the middle of when the YA dystopian craze was going on Mm -hmm. and just like at the end of that being so burnt out on all of those well also um I mean there's always that like you know part of uh when it comes when it comes to like any influencer you should always be questioning you know how uh like honest they're being t- you know you should always yeah definitely keep that in mind yeah. um and so I always try to do like a really good job of that and like you know like take everything with a grain of salt mm-hmm. you know like whatever um but uh there was a big thing like a year or two years ago um where it yeah it, like came out about like a ton of those youtubers that yeah, like were that very they very... were like oh yeah they just well, there's also just, like... Everything's a five-star read, especially if one of my fellow, fellow booktubers wrote it. Exactly. Um, or, like, um, there was, like, under the table, like, money from, like, the publishing mm-hmm. house. Or, yeah. You Sponsorships. Know. And yeah, and it's just, like... like yeah, like, make your money. But you are clearly not, you know, like... Yeah. I don't trust your opinion. And so yeah, exactly. Gonna... Yeah, like, I don't trust advertisements to be uh yeah paid advertisements by the company to be honest about how their product works either exactly like, exactly it's the so. same thing yeah but yeah absolutely used to be big in that world and now i'm not i actually used to do videos i know you did oh my god i haven't watched any of them well they're all private now <laughs> I was, yeah i was like i haven't watched well, them because like... i can't um but uh yeah um, terrible lighting and sound like filmed in my dorm room while my roommates were at class yeah I <laughs> wanted to do it so bad but oh. I just I just didn't do it um yeah I've been I have been thinking about um making just like little videos like that but it being for just like because I I do get asked a lot by like my friends like or, yeah, like, what movies have you watched? Mm-hmm. What books are you reading? You know, like, blah, yeah, blah, for, like, blah. recommendations. And whatever. so I was like, okay, like, what if right. I just made, I didn't advertise that I have a YouTube channel. I don't, you know, like, say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, like, put, share it everywhere. But I'll make, like, a, okay, all the books I read, all the movies I watched, yeah. all the new music I listened to, and I let those certain friends know that it's there. They can go watch it. Like and people do whatever. used to do like seasonal favorites videos, yeah, and things like that, and just kind of like, uh, like the seasonal yeah, wrap ups. This is every yeah, like, and this is everything I think about it too. Because yeah. I also I love It'd be an hour long video. <laughs> I it would uploaded like every three months, like yeah. with the seasons. <laughs> All right, this is everything I read in the spring. Buckle down, <laughs> folks. Um, well, that's another. Um, and we we can wrap this up here in a second, but yeah. uh, I love reading reviews i love watching reviews i love like speaking to people and telling people my opinions no matter how much i love writing i hate writing reviews for things yeah i wish i liked it i, know. I, um, I know some people have really great in-depth reviews and like yeah doing all this i'm like i oof, nope if we sit down and talk about it i have a lot of opinions right. about everything like the, i don't think there's anything that i just like oh yeah it's good like, I, I, ha- I always have a lot to say about it, but as soon as I'm, like, gonna type about it, I'm just, like, 
It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever. No one cares. Yeah. I don't Why need to do this. this. Yeah. Because I also, um, I have a letterboxed account, uh, which is basically, it's like Goodreads, but for movies. Mm, okay. Um, I was so, going to ask if you use Goodreads or what you use. Um, so I don't use Goodreads anymore. I use yeah. Storygraph. That's what I was going to say. That's what I'm currently in the process mm-hmm. of switching all my stuff over to. Yes. Is moving over to Storygraph. Yes. Because like I had... Goodreads for a while in the same vein as when I was in like the booktube, mm-hmm. bookstagram, all that stuff happening on Goodreads. I tried my I tried my best to keep up with Goodreads, but it just nope. And then all recently, it just mm-hmm. decided to move away from that as a yeah. company. I, um, well, yeah, that's my big thing is I I try really hard. Um, yeah, I mean it's Amazon, so exactly like that's I I I just try to you know I don't use Audible I don't yeah you know, like yeah, I don't no. use any like I we still have Prime but as soon as this is up I'm we're gonna get rid of it you know mm-hmm. um, yeah it's just like moving try away to from yeah it. just try to move try to put my money where my mouth is and part of that is you know like. I mean, even though Goodreads is a free service, they're yeah. getting ad revenue and, you know, like, yeah, revenue of traffic revenue, you know, so, like... You should check it out. There's um, a podcast that I listened to called What Should I Read Next that just did an interview with the woman who founded Storycraft. Yeah. Awesome. Um, her name's Nadia, mm-hmm. and they just did an interview with her. It was really interesting. That's... Okay. I would be very interested um, in listening Yeah, that's what I'm in I, the, like I was going to ask, because that's what I'm in the process mm-hmm. of moving all my stuff yeah. over to as well. Well, that's also... Um, for anyone listening that uses Goodreads still... Um, you there is a feature where you, um you can um export right you can get the, the all of get the or, file. Yeah, yeah like export and That's import the way to do it every front everything for if you're like afraid of losing your goodreads mm-hmm. it just sends it's it like over people and, have got tons of reviews on there yeah years worth of books on there mm-hmm. and yeah. um and a lot of people that i used to follow on goodreads that are like well-known book people um they're using storygraph now mm-hmm. so it's not even yeah. like at first um i was like a little like I really want to use this app. The reason I use it is to see that these certain people right. are reviewing things. Well, the other thing about Storygraph is, like, it's not an app yet. Like, it just has the yes. website, so it's, like, a little bit more, you know, Goodreads is convenient and mm-hmm. all Well, you that. can get an app for it. You can? Because that's mm-hmm. what, did they, did they finally get an app It's it? not, like, in the, like, in the, like, iOS store or the oh, right. but they the have store. like a mobile version of yeah. like yeah um, yeah yeah they and it, like an and, app and it comes to the level that like Goodreads is an app with yeah. all of I mean it comes with a it, it it does everything an app would do it gives you an icon and everything you just download yeah. it through right. that instead of like through the store um but yeah definitely I I always tell people to get Storygraph yeah. if you, if you're into because I do love like keeping track. Mm-hmm. And organizing. Yeah, um, I love having lists. I, I make lists mm-hmm. for everything in my life, and so books are no. I know. Different. I'm like all books, the lists. And then, um, yeah, like I said, I have the How letter. How many different ways can I make lists of books? Yeah, I love uh, anything like that. So the the day that there's something like that, but for TV shows, I'm also I'm gonna be like on it or music. Like, well, I guess I I do have um, a Discogs, which is like for buying and selling used, uh, oh. like vinyl like and cassettes and stuff like, like that. world that I never would have known about. Yeah, and so, um, um, it, I mean, it's just, like, a selling, like, website. I you keep looking over to your I stack keep, like, of vinyls. Like, there you go. Um, but on there, you can put, you can, like, put in your vinyl collection. Oh. And then, um, because it'll help people, like, when it comes to, like, how many 
you know, presses are out there in the world or mm-hmm. how many, People you know, who are like, like trying to track all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I do have, um, I think all of my contemporary vinyl is on my Discogs, but I haven't even tried to get into my classic <laughs> vinyl yet, but okay. Um, anyway. Anyways, um, welcome to trying to podcast with me. I just don't shut up the whole time. <laughs> um, well, uh, we're over an hour. Is there anything else that you would like to say when it comes to like books or your love for reading? Um, let people enjoy reading what they're reading. You know, no book shame. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I love it. It's you know, it's a good hobby and. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have yeah. much more to say about it. I feel like we've covered pretty much all the all the bases. Talk about. You know, booktube and Goodreads and classics yeah. and favorites and dislikes and oh, yeah. Hell yeah. all that jazz. I could talk about it forever. <laughs> I could talk about books forever. Um, okay, well, is there anything that you would like to, like, plug or shout out here? Yeah, I don't really do any of my own stuff, like we were talking about before we hit record on this. Like, all my social media is, like, private and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I will go ahead and shout out Nick again and his music stuff with Origami Flowers um on Instagram and everything that he is doing with his music and mm-hmm. all of that. And then I mentioned at the beginning my family's coffee connection. Um that's Fresh Ground Roasting, so I'll shout them out as well for really good coffee. <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. Awesome. I don't do any of my own stuff. <laughs> no. That you that YouTube channel is private. You cannot yeah. see anything there. You are simply my married friend. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, and again, um, just remember, like, Nick is the one that um, does the music for me at the beginning and at the end of the show. So yes. if you like what you hear there, um, he has stuff out on Spotify. So make sure you check that out. But I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. Say bye to everyone. Bye. As usual, I want to give a big thank you to Shelby Robinson, who did the artwork, and Nick Stoiku, who did the intro and outro music that you're listening to. All their links are going to be in the description. And most importantly, thank you for actually listening to this podcast. And be sure to check back next week for a new episode. See ya.